Hey everybody, you want a new D&D 5th edition podcast to listen to? <laughs> well, I know I'm always looking for one, so guess what? I've got a recommendation for you. It's called Cheaper by the Dungeon. It's a Dungeons & Dragons campaign following the adventures of Zippy, Darian, and Normandy as they travel to become the greatest treasure hunters of all time. We've got some hardcore action. That's 18 Five, damage, 18 damage, four, 18 damage. Three, you come through with an 18 damage, you're swinging another a buster swing. for- Another swing, that's another seven, it's 17 damage. Two, 17 damage, seven, 17 damage. Comedy, right? So you wanna, you wanna bet on your friends? What do you wanna bet? Uh, they're very lives, I think. As high as it goes. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm ready to win today. Okay. And even some dramatic moments. You have chosen the path you've sown. Now travel to the depths alone. And I, with Royce, I grab him and I throw him over the edge. But most of all, this show is filled to the brim with heart. And we hope that you come and join our adventure and become a cheapskate yourself. Catch Cheaper by the Dungeon anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out. Love you. <laughs> All right, yeah, we did it. More treasure. I've got to find it. It's mine. Darian, Zippy, that was, that was so good. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm amazed. Yeah. Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the dungeon master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Today, episode 40. I can't believe we're still doing this 40 episodes in, and people are still listening. I'm shocked. But you know what? Stuff is really happening. We've recorded two more, two or three more episodes uh, after this one, and things are really picking up. Like, the story is really accelerating now that the players are starting to get an inkling of what's happening. Just an inkling, though. They don't know the full story. Anyways, this is a fun episode. I mean, fun for me, probably not so much fun for the uh, players, But uh, it's a fun episode, which we'll get to very soon. But I want to remind everyone that we're doing a giveaway right now for a copy of the setting book, the new setting book that Wizards of the Coast released, Eberron, Rising from the Last War. And we have a, uh, a copy that has the alternate cover, which, in case you don't know, is very slick. It has like a an airship on it. It looks a lot like Jabba the Hutt's barge. And it's very nice. And you know what? I've taken a look through the book. It's like over 300 pages. It's really nice. It's a very high quality publication, gotta say. And ahead of this introduction, you probably heard a spot for a, a podcast, Cheaper by the Dungeon. I noticed a poster for this podcast when I was in my local Adventurer's Guild 
in Kitchener, playing a few rounds of Betrayal at Baldur's Gate, both of which I lost. If you haven't played Betrayal at Baldur's Gate, you should definitely try it. It's like Betrayal at House on the Hill, but D&D flavored. Anyways, uh, yeah, lost both rounds, but notice a poster for this podcast, and so I started listening to it, and I reached out to the... Uh, to the fellows who do the podcast, and I've, I've listened to the beginning, shaping up to be a fun story. I have a lot of D&D actual play podcasts on my docket, so it's tough to get to all of them consistently, but I'm excited to get further into that one, so I recommend checking them out. And you know, if you have like recommendations of your own that you're listening to, maybe lesser known podcasts, you're like, hey, you know what? These uh, podcasts really deserve a shout out. Let me know. I'd love to give a shout out to other podcasts, because uh, I know that other podcasts have done the same for us, and I would love to return the favor. I know that we don't have an enormous audience, we just have the best audience, so I would like to make recommendations for other worthwhile shows. If you're enjoying these episodes, and I really do hope that you are, you can really help us out by telling a friend, hey, you know what, listen to this show. And if your friend says, I don't like D&D or I don't like actual play podcasts, you can say, okay, let's never speak again. You could also help us out by leaving us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That would be good too. Or if you're just happy to listen along and not do any of that, that's fine too. So let's get into episode 40. After this episode, we will release one more before... Uh, the holidays. So I think that will come out December 11th, whatever it is, two weeks from today. Uh, and we'll probably also announce the winner for the draw around then. So then we'll take a bit of a break over the holidays and come back stronger than ever in January, perhaps to a TBK, depending on, you know, what happens. I honestly cannot wait to see what happens in the next few sessions because... As I said before, things are really accelerating, and it's possible that, I mean, this story could come to a very rapid conclusion in one way or another. So, anyways, let's rejoin our heroes, Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fabblestabble. Uh, so, I wanted to, like, note as a DM to you as players that We've sort of crossed a certain threshold where you've you've really made some strides in terms of of resources and coming onto the stage of the the bigger problem because you have had very significant successes. Like there there will be you're fans. sort of going to be bigger. <laughs> fans, lots of fans. They're going to be asking for autographs is what you're saying. So I should start signing pictures now. I think you're going to become more well-known to the antagonists. And therefore, there there will be situations that that are more difficult than what, what you've faced before. But I'm Faye. I'm already so, well-known. So don't be surprised if there are certain scenarios where there's a a... a very noticeable change in difficulty. He'll buy. But again, you guys are, have been so far very good at sort of navigating that. Bring to my surprise. <laughs> now we can talk about what happened last time. Um, you were, uh, you had boarded the ship with the Githyanki, who are interstellar, I shouldn't say interstellar, interplanar 
Vikings, essentially, who are here hunting mind flayers. Okay? They have said that there's a scourge. Yes, Candace, you have your hand up. <laughs> I just want to point out, because we talked about this last time, that most of us didn't pick up on the fact that they're kind of the bad guy and that they're raiders and that they are crappy people who like attack innocent planets and stuff. And we kind of thought that they were like vengeful servants coming back from servanthood and like going back to not seek justice and break the chains. Not mutually exclusive. I guess. But, but we, cause you said you couldn't believe that we went with them or something. And no, I could believe it. It's so they were very hostile up front. And then they said that they were not your saviors. And some other things that were said uh, lead you to believe that, yes, they are essentially, uh, they're, they like to raid um, other other places for plunder and, and glory. So they're kind of like interplanar Vikings in that sense. They're also, uh, they also have this lifelong vendetta against this other species that used to control them. Trying to think of other things that were said. So you disarmed, you got on the on their ship, and you flew around for a bit. Uh, you got a little bit of background information on them, and you circled back to the farmhouse where you learned that Shigar had absconded with some dragon bone, and then escaped on horseback. You collected Brita, and you were about to track down Shigar. I think there's probably a few other details that we should go over they had said to gilly that they had visited other planes where or sorry they visited another plane where there were lots of dragons uh, that had essentially dominated this once peaceful place and that they had fought against some dragons but then sort of had this sort of grudging respect and even it was hinted at that there were even agreements or truces or perhaps even alliances with with dragons in this other plane not a whole lot of information on that so far but it seems like when the dragons got shunted out of this plane they went into someone else's you don't know how many of the githyanki are here there was some suggestion i can't remember on whose part but there's some suggestion that you essentially trick try to trick elwin into like giving him what he wants to see what he will do with it. Yeah, basically to lure him out, essentially, right? Under false pretenses to try it. Because they want him, because we think for sure that he's been affected by uh-huh. a thrall. A thrall. And I think they described being a thrall to you as having your personality evacuated and then having a new one rebuilt that can still have parts of your old personality and memories, but essentially you're like a Manchurian candidate for them. And do you remember like they were able to sense the influence of uh, the mind flares on us or whatever. They like found us, right? Like the stink of it or something. Did, did they express any more about like, would they be able to have a reliable way to tell if someone was enthralled? Um, the way that they described it seems like a, like, just like another sense to them that they've been doing this for so long. It's almost like a sense of, like they notice the subtleties and then they can tell. Yeah. Hmm. 
think they referred to it as the taint, which you guys all laughed at. <laughs> Still funny. Um, and they suspect that New Life was created for a specific purpose, but they don't know what that would be for. You are all back on the ship. It's currently on the ground. Brita is joining you, and you are going to try to go after a cigar. I think that was where we left off, and he's had about, I don't know, an hour's head start-ish. Uh, so who's doing the tracking? Who's skilled in that sort of thing? Can, what what about, track well, couldn't the Githyanki track him, too, if they were supposed to have the sense of who's been... Well, I think they tracked us using the orb. Yeah, they came for the orb. Okay. I will track him then. According to the player's handbook, you can get about four miles in an hour on a fast mount. So I can still sense him. Yeah, so can you make a survival check to start off just to sort of pick up on the tracks and get a general like sense of the direction that he's going in and then you can try to hone in on him from there. Uh, 15. Okay. And so you have to spend one interrupted minute to find if any of your favorite enemies are within five miles. Is that what it says? Yes. Okay. So the good news is that this is a very sort of isolated place. It's later in the day. I think it's actually evening at this point. And there's not a whole lot of people out traveling. So you do get a ping of one solitary humanoid in the direction, in the general direction of... Uh, those tracks that you saw. I'll tell the group. So can we travel faster using that ship to catch up to him real quick? Yes, the ship is faster than a horse. Okay, good, good. <laughs> uh, what's our goal once we find him? Yeah, I forget. Did they... I think we had asked at one point if they said if there was a way that we could... Um, if we know somebody who's been... Enthralled. Enthralled, if there's a way to... Unthrall. Dethrall. Ooh, dethrall. <laughs> they said that they weren't interested in that. I know, but if we ask them, like, is there a way? I don't think they've ever tried that approach, so they wouldn't know the way to deprogram someone. Not to, that's not to say that it's impossible, but just that they have no insight on that. So, are we going to fight to kill or to capture? Well, the other thing is that it's. As a thrall, they, they're they like a hive mind, right? And the knowledge that one has, they all have. I think that may be what you suspect. Oh, That's okay. what they said about the... Oh, about the actual... Mind flares. Mind flares, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah we don't know if it's like immediate, right. or if they have to like, I don't know, go back and touch tentacles mm -hmm. or something. I mean, I'd... Okay, Spruce is going to say he would rather not kill Shigar, if possible. But if that's what has to be done... That's what has to be done. But if there's a way, if we can figure out a way to maybe just contain him, if we can catch him, get the dragon bone back and keep him until maybe we can figure out how. I mean, if he's no longer a thrall or no longer whatever affected by them, he would still make a very useful ally. Sorry, I forget. Did we have any idea why, like what they were going to do with that dragon bone? Well... We assume he's going to take it back to Elwyn. We don't know what Elwyn's ultimate goal is because we're pretty sure that he's a thrall. Mm -hmm. So probably his ultimate goal is not good. No, no. 
And if he gets this dragon bone that Shigar has, that's one more thing that he needs, right? So yeah. Well, it's, and when we were gathering this stuff, like the ruins, way back to the first piece of the puzzle we got, mm. those ruins were being used to reinforce the protective barrier between like our realm and another realm. So it could very well be that he wants them to weaken the barrier between wherever the mind flares live and like or the dragons yeah so i mean we gotta catch him and then all right i'll try and use non-lethal arrows when i shoot him in the back (laughs) (laughs) so while you're meditating you're you have this vision or this sense of one humanoid out in the wilderness uh and you're gaining ground on him fairly quickly and while this is happening, I'm assuming that you're just sort of directing the, the, the ship's crew, the Gith Yankee, to steer the ship in that direction. Okay, so as you're nearing, you, like, you are at a point where you are no longer just sort of following a road, but it's going into like a heavily wooded area. So you think that you are very close, like you can feel that you're, that you're close. You know, within hanging off the charts. Yeah, you know that he's out in the woods, in these woods here, and he's much slower. The ship cannot land on top of a forest. How do you guys want to approach this? How thick is the brush? Can he see up? Like, would he notice that we're following him? Then I think if you got close enough, can we get low enough, like in the ship to to the top of the trees, that we'd be able to like rappel down with some rope? Sure. But he's on a horse, and we're going to be on foot. Oh, he's on a horse. So my right, thought right. is either can we fly ahead of ahead, him yeah. and drop down and wait, Come or off. would he see us, which is why I wanted to know how thick it was. Yeah, or Gilly's just standing by the edge of the boat with his bow out, being like, I'll shoot him. But you can't see him necessarily in the brush. Could we, I wonder if uh, we'd almost be smart to have, to drop a couple people here in case he tries to turn when we cut him off, if he tries to turn and run. We can have two people in behind him as well, blocking his way. Split the party. Doesn't have to be us. It could be if the Gith Yankee want to help out. They've come this far. I don't know. <laughs> just fly me over. I'll just jump right out at him. No problem. <laughs> Flying Gilly. Yeah. I will throw you over. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need the throw. I can see you just putting it like a dagger in between your teeth and just like, you know, Lots just yeah, the face first. The bow over my shoulders. <laughs> jump out like a wingsuit. Yeah. <laughs> I hold the corners of my cloak and I pull it close to me. Smart. It's like a flying squirrel. <laughs> the deadly flying squirrel. The Gith Yankee Knight is intrigued by the idea of doing a pincer maneuver on him. And he says that he and one other will go to the ground and be the... Like if you if he tries to go backwards that way. And then... The ship can sort of circle around and drop you a little bit ahead of him. Enough ahead that he's not going to be able to necessarily see or hear the ship and we can kind of hide. And then, Mm -hmm. surprise, motherfucker. Five of you going ahead. How far ahead do you want to get? You said like far enough that he, okay. So let's say several hundred feet at least. You want to give yourself. Yeah, it's just like Mm -hmm. maybe even a half mile or so, quarter mile, something like that. I don't know. What's that in kilometers? <laughs> I don't know. How to... Shamefully, I don't know. Yeah. You rappel down these ropes or you just jump. I don't care. One of the two. You're on the ground. And 
it's very dark. Two of your group do not have dark vision. The two people, <laughs> including the person leading you. <laughs> uh. She only is sensing it though, right? So it doesn't matter how dark it is. True. Okay. So as you're making your way through this environment, I'd like everyone to make a stealth check. 20. I got 20 as well. 11. I got 9. No shadow can hide her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too great! So a few of you definitely like step on some extremely dry branches. Yeah, butts. Well, if Gilly's sneaky, he's just with the bow readied, waiting for my opportunity to shoot a horse in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) In the most literal way possible. If I could ready an action, that's all I'm waiting for. Like, after a few of you just sort of, I don't know, forget to turn off your ringers, um, you do hear, like, footsteps quite conspicuously ahead of you going sort of to your left just sort of going off away from you and can i see anything with my 120 foot range superior dark vision it's it's very heavily wooded but make a perception check i rolled a 20 Ooh, so 28 jeez and cripes so he sees daylight <clears throat> you see the atom the building block of our existence <laughs> Uh, You see a horse uh, about like 100 feet ahead of you just kind of going off uh, at a bit of a trot. It can't go too fast because it's so like there's no real path in here, but it's it's spurred on heading heading away from you. Just a horse. Gilly sees just a horse. If I see the horse, I would shoot at the horse. Sure. Make a I guess this was kind of your. Yeah, make an attack roll. 23. Wow, even through even through the the dense tree trunks, you managed to hit this horse for 10 damage. Oof. I mean, I don't know if the horse knows I'm here and it counts as a sneak attack. <laughs> it's going to hurt a lot more if it doesn't know it's coming. Sneak attack on the horse. Yeah, what's its perception? <laughs> Does it have blinders on? Oh, this poor horse. You just you just hate wildlife so much. Sacrifices need to be made. Gildab's pretty pissed. We for sure abandoned the horse. That's why we heard footsteps going some way and saw a horse trotting off elsewhere. Doesn't matter. So just it shot the horse. Sets the stage. <laughs> Knows I'm not messing around. I think technically it would be a sneak attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just in case the ten was no around. bears around, so Gilly's like, this'll do. <laughs> 18 more damage. So 28 damage. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you put an arrow right through this horse's head, like clean through, and it falls over in a big heap. I would I would have gone for the heart, you know, it's more it's just like the hunter's shot. Oh, well this was like instant instant like through the brain. Oh, okay, that works for me too. You hear Shigar say through the woods. I guess I'm going back on foot. If I make it out, you certainly have the numbers on me. And he's approaching you. Gilly can sort of see, like, the his form, his plate armor. He's got his great sword out through the trees up ahead. So Spruce is just going to call out to him and say, Shigar, I know that 
that you know me. This does not need to end in in bloodshed. Just give us back what's rightfully ours, and that's all. Nothing else has to come of this. He says you're right. It doesn't have to end in bloodshed. You can turn back, find some place to hide. He doesn't say it like aggressively. He says it more as if it's like a helpful suggestion. He says you can wait out what's coming. You don't have to be involved anymore. What's what's coming? This whole time he's still been like walking towards you, so I don't know how close you want to let him get. Well, that's up to the people who have readied other <laughs> weapons, I guess. I'd be trying to stay stealthy and let you... I mean, if he gets to the point where I feel like I'm at... in danger, like, I'm gonna say, I guess, if he comes within, like, 20 feet of me, I'll I'll draw my glaive, but until then, I'm not drawing a weapon. What anyone else does is up to them. How far is he now, would you say? Like, 60 feet? Like, steadily. He's not rushing at you or anything like that. He's also not going at a crawl. Just confidently walking at us. Yeah. Okay, well, I think I'd at least say, like, tell him to stop where he is. If anything, Gilly's just trying to stick to the shadows and, like, moving around to be a little bit closer to him. Okay, can you make a, um, yeah, stealth check to hide yourself? 18. Doesn't seem to, he doesn't seem to notice you as you slink sort of to the side. All right. Do you think I could use my invisible servant to trip him? Depends on what your invisible servant's capable of. I'm going to let Spruce, like, continue the conversation, but I'm just readied with uh, with a small object in my hand from my bag. <laughs> a small fuzzy, a small object. fuzzy object? It may be fuzzy, <laughs> weighing about half a pound. Yes. <laughs> Does he say anything when I ask him what's coming? Uh, no, he doesn't. You stop when I say stop. No, he doesn't. I knew it. Uh, has an AC of 10 and one hit point and a strength of 2. Oh, <laughs> strength of two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want him to do anything and fight. I literally just want the, it's unseen. Therefore, I feel I, like a heavy rock has a higher strength rating than two. Yeah. Like, it's want him to stumble over it and hopefully lose his footing and fall over. But two is like the strength of a a mild breeze. No way, guys. We've been letting this guy ten, lift a chest. Ten is average. We let Uh-oh. this guy lift a chest. And my chaise. And so you're you're making a case for me having made incorrect decisions in the past. <laughs> We're upping his strength. He's been working out. The, the look I just got from you was Matt. Do you think that Shigar uh, Stoneskin would have lost combat to a chaise? <laughs> I do not. But a chest. Nor a chest. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I just wanted him to be a block that someone would trip, stumble over. Like, to get down on all fours, unseen, and trip him up. But that's okay. We'll just keep that one for another time when we're fighting something <laughs> like a feather. <laughs> <laughs> this feather golem. <laughs> exactly. He'll be my bitch. So is this fuzzy object coming out, or... We all... If he gets within, running. like, 30 feet... Then I'll, I'll toss it. Shigar, I know that you're still in there. This is bigger than us, and it's not going to end well for you if you continue. He he looks at the edge of his great sword, which he holds in one hand, and he says, I think you might be right, but I don't, 
have a choice. I don't see any other way right now. I can't. And he struggles for a sec. I was really hoping that you would run and hide. Even if you kill me, maybe that's what you'll do. But I have no choices here. He lifts up his sword and everybody should roll initiative. 23. 20. 14. <laughs> Matt, how'd you do? Nine. Gilladob's up first, followed by Vanna. I toss a little fuzzy ball, and a tiger appears. Woo! Oh, damn. How far are you able to throw it? 20 feet. And does it, is it able to act this round? Yeah, it acts on my turn. <laughs> so, <laughs> you see... Gildob make this throwing motion, and then a tiger just springs into existence, and Shigar's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm hiding out in the shadows, and I throw it down on the ground, and this tiger just comes running out of the darkness, and goes straight for him, and pounces at him. Okay. So it's it's actually a a special move, pounce. Mmm. It takes a, a movement towards the target he makes a claw attack and you're gonna have to take the attack and then beat a dc 13 strength saving throw so it's a 15 to hit for the attack 15 doesn't quite do it okay tiger's teeth like just kind of don't get uh, get a hold on his armor mm-hmm. or through his armor i should say but you still gotta succeed on a dc 13 strength or knocked prone yep well, that's a nat one, <clears throat> but I'm gonna use. Uh, he's gonna use a legendary resistance to not fall over. To not fall over. Mm-hmm. Damn. Darn. Otherwise, I would have gotten a bite against you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just attack with my longbow then. It'll okay. help now that the tiger's like trying to flatten him to the ground. Yeah. Should have advantage on your attack. Oh yeah. Natural 20. Here we go. 24. Yeah. That's that good stuff. Okay. And your next attack? Shit. 24 damage and your next attack? Um, 19. 19? Yes, 19. Barely hits, but it does hit. Barely? Holy fuck. Um, 16. Okay, can everyone describe to me, like, how, like, where you're all being right now? I'm very, like, in the back. (laughs) Um, Spruce is probably in the front, I guess, of the group. I pictured myself kind of behind Spruce a little bit. And Gilly, you're off, what, to the side, right? You're uh, kind of hidden in the um, bushes. Like, is a human we're, we're fighting right now? Humanoid. So I imagine he's got like a torch or something because it's like dark out and he can't, humans can't see so good. Um, he's like a, well, he's a half orc. He's a half orc. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have dark vision, but I mean, neither, neither do you. Or I should say, neither does Vanna or Brita. I'm just saying, if there's like a light in this area, I'd be staying to like the darkness on the outside right. of the light. Sure. And I'd be moving, using my movement and bonus action to like stick to the bushes or yeah so it's kind of like twilight 
so there is like some light, but it's so easy to find shadow with all the all, all the trees around. Stick sticking to the shadows. Cool. If Spruce is the one who's taken point, then he's gonna charge at Spruce. Guys, I might get unconscious here, just so you know. Now, if he's charging at you, my tiger's gonna take an attack of opportunity. Sure will. That's a nineteen. 19, yeah, just hits a little bit. Um, four slashing damage. He's going to use one of his reactions to, actually, at the end of Vanna's turn, to charge against Spruce. And he will make a great sword attack against you. Does a 19 hit? 19 is my AC. Okay, so a 19 does hit. Can you make a constitution saving throw? 12. Okay, so he knocks you over. Oh man, I rolled crap on my damage die though. So you will take uh, seven points of slashing damage. So that was his reaction on Vanna's turn. He doesn't like the fact that you really hurt him with those arrows, so he's going to leave Spruce on the ground and then move after you. Spruce, you'll get an attack of opportunity at disadvantage. Because you're prone. Um, 21. That was with a disadvantage? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that hits. Okay. 10. Slashing. Is that your glaive? Yeah. Just lay on the ground and just yeah. sit. Yeah, as he runs away. What's Vanna's armor class? 18. Okay, so his first attack is 18. His second attack is cocked. Is a natural 20. You know what? I'm going to do those the damage on those ones first, and he'll decide whether or not to keep attacking him after. I rolled four ones. Yes. <laughs> you can take 21 points of slashing damage. Okay. And can you make a constitution saving throw? Mm-hmm. 13. Okay, so you're also knocked over. And he's going to take his third attack against you with advantage because you're knocked over. Yeah, I rolled a 21 total. To take another 12 points of slashing damage. Jesus fuck. Uh, I don't know, I have to math first. <laughs> Three, 23 points. Left? Left. Yeah, how many do you have left, Matt? Like five? Nine. Yeah. Faye, your turn. And then Brita, and then Spruce. I'm going to use Healing Word. Okay. At a level four spell slot. Ooh. For Spruce. So, <laughs> you get, hold on, 1d4 plus my charisma modifier, which is 5. So when you roll a d4, you get that, plus for every level over 1, you get another d4. So 44. Yeah, 4d4 plus 5. How many 1s did you roll there? 3. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> so I just wasted 12, a level six, 4 spell slot to seven, keep you uh, conscious. 12, yeah. <laughs> For fucking 12 points. Well, now you have more. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. 
I am amazing. You should love me for healing you. I, I don't think I want to get near him after seeing him come pummel Spruce and pummel that, but I will. That. That. <laughs> that. <laughs> I really don't think that that's a far stretch for Faye to be talking about you. <laughs> Feelings are the teensiest bit hurt. <laughs> Says the bitch who hates me. Um... Vanna doesn't have feelings. <laughs> I am a robot. <laughs> Anyways, I will give Bardic Inspiration to... What does it go for again? Does it help with any roll again? Any d20 roll in the next 10 minutes. Alright, I'll give it to Vanna. Oh, thanks. Just because you're getting closer to death. And you might have to use it. Spitting out healing words. Singing tunes of inspiration. Brita is going to sort of make a a running slide into where Vanna is trying not to attract Shigara's attention. She's going to put her hand on your shoulder. She's going to cast Cure Wounds. Bless you, Brita. So roll a d8 and then add four to it. Six total. Okay. Spruce. I'm going to try and hit him with my glaive. You're going to stand up first? Yeah, is that an action? No, it just use, uses half your movement. Oh, that's fine. Um, I imagine he's close enough. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. You got a lot of yeah, movement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got lots. Okay, hit him with my glaive. Nope, not the first time. Okay, so he is going to use a reaction called repost uh. to attack you because a melee attack misses him. What's it called? Repost. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's a battle master. That son of a bitch. 18. No dice. Oh. He brings that great sword down and you just like step to the side. And then I attack him again. Fuck. <laughs> Same rule. I'm going to uh, try an unarmed attack. 19. 19. Yes. Does hit. So that's going to do eight damage. It's pretty respectable for like a backhand. Yep. No, you know what? Fuck it. I'll use Flurry of Blows as well. So I'll make another unarmed attack. And it's going to be 26 to hit. Yeah, that does it. Five damage. Says next time you go down, stay down. We're back up to the top of the order. Um... Shigar has gotten a better idea of how you fight. So his armor class goes to 20. Oh my what? god. Is it adaptive better armor? armored? No, he's he he's more agile now. He has a better idea of how to defend against you. That's a thing? For him. I guess if you're a He's only seen a couple of my moves. <laughs> Just you wait. You don't know me. Gilly and then Vanna. Yeah, they don't call it a bag of tricks for no reason. Is there a limit on how many things you can throw? Three. Oh. At the same time? Yep. Wait, what? Lions and tigers and bears. Yeah. Oh my. You can throw Lions three at a time. Oh yeah. my. <laughs> well, like, each throw takes an action, I guess. Oh, okay. oh I there, thought you meant be, you could, like... There can be three active at a time. Jeez. Mm. Mm. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Gilly's going to turn this possible? place into a zoo. 
but it takes up an action, and I, I like my action. So, um, first the tiger, because he moved away from him, is able to get up to a run and tries another pounce attack. Let's hope for a good roll. Oh, yeah, that's a good roll. That's going to be a 24. 24 will do it. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to roll some damage, but you might as well try um, a DC 13 strength saving throw again. I got 17. Ooh, okay, so you don't fall prone. You take nine piercing damage. Then I'm going to shoot him with an arrow from a little hidey spot. Cool. Make a sneak attack. So a uh, 24 to hit. So 13, 13 was the damage for the base hit. And another 10 damage. So 23 total. Love them sneak attacks. Mm-hmm. And then I'll use the rest of my movement to move position and then up my bonus action to hide. Okay, so make a hide check. 21. Okay. Successful hide. Vena, you are prone. I will stand up. Okay. And he's in front of me now? Yep. Okay. So I might also hide a little bit behind a nearby tree or something like that. If you move away from him, he's going to attack you. Isn't he fighting something else? Yeah, but he would still get an attack of opportunity. <gasps> the tiger just jumped him from behind. Brita is next to you. Hide behind Brita. <laughs> <laughs> Just grab her as a human shield. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to cast Spike Growth. Do you still have a spell called Zephyr Strike? No, I don't think so. No. You're in... There's a lot of people around him right yeah. now. And if you do Spike Growth, you're going to kill everyone. Yeah. Is there no way it's to It's the nuclear it? option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zephyr Strike was so fucking cool, and you never used it, so I took it off your list because you wanted, I don't know, Pass Without Trace, I think, which is also cool. And so, has helped us in a, a lot yeah, of situations. Yeah, <laughs> so there's no way for me to do it without... I can't position it in such a way that it will not get other people. Not with how we are right now. Because you're like here and he's there. Because like the tiger and spruce and yeah. And if you engage with him, you're literally going to make it so he only steps out once and then he'll. Otherwise, you have to be in it. I feel like I have nothing really. I'll just shoot him again. (laughs) Why don't you hit him with your sword? Oh, yeah. I guess I'm right by him, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. Stab you thing. Will that do more damage than the bow? I assume so. Well, she's going to be at disadvantage shooting at, like, right next to somebody. Yeah, okay. Oh, natural 20. Oh, yeah. Ooh. With the sword? Yeah. Oh, don't you do some crit magic with that? With Rainier's sword? Yeah, that sword's got something special. It was like the special Why are you guys making this weird stuff of, like, doesn't it fucking, like, melt the skin off somebody? <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> okay, attack again. Um, six. Six to hit? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. That's a miss. No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what did you roll? plus a modifier. Eight. Eight. Plus That's a modifier. Okay. Still a miss, and he's going to take a reaction against you. Got a 21. You take another 11 points of slashing damage. And now it's his turn. He's going to use his bonus action to use second wind. 
He's going to regain 16 hit points. <sighs> Guys, we should have ran and hid. <laughs> Made a mistake. Look who's talking. <laughs> Made a you mistake. hear a shadowy voice come out from the shadows. <laughs> he attacks Vanna once and hits with a 20. Not a natural 20, but a 20. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm rolling like garbage. It doesn't uh, feel like four, it. Four, nine points. You still standing? Yeah. He's attacking you again. Fuck me. Ugh. Is 19 hit? Yeah. Okay. 13 points. Yeah, I'm unconscious. Okay. Oh, no. He's going to turn and attack this tiger. Wait, or will he? Spruce is still standing next to him. No. He's going to turn and attack Spruce. How many hit points do you have left? Yeah, Spruce, how many do you have Never, left? Mind. I got some. I got some. <laughs> What's a your roll? Of points. What's your roll? What's it to you? 15. He misses. Yeah, he does. Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tough talk. He's like, did he hit? Did he hit? Yeah! <laughs> oh Wiping the blood from your eyes. <laughs> There's just tears. I'm not bleeding from my eyes. Healing word's a bonus action. Someone just cutting red onions. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, so he misses. That's his turn. Faye, Brita, and the Spruce. Okay, so healing word can bring someone out from being unconscious, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, it can. Yes. So healing word level four. It's my last level, level four spell slot. Don't fuck it up. Am I worth it? <laughs> so you get to roll four d4s plus five. Okay. While she's doing that, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion and pull out an oldie but a goodie and a loud, obnoxious, like, screaming noise that alters between different sides of his head <laughs> back and forth, but not in a pattern randomly. So it's not, you're not sure where it's coming from. Okay just to make it harder for him to do things. Mm. I rolled 15 total. There you go. Yay, thank you. 15 hit points. Trying to think what Brita's gonna do. Eh, she'll just try to attack him. With advantage, because he's engaged (sighs) by a whole bunch of critters. (laughs) Did she go on the first round? She healed you. Oh, right. I mean, I'm very appreciative. Misses two times with advantage. Oh, oh my god. And that means Shigar's gonna attack her. And he hits. Okay. Spruce, show me what you got. I'm gonna attack him. Yeah! 22. 22 does hit. Okay, so wait, I'm gonna do some things here. Do your the weapon this time. And I'm going to use disarming attack. So it is going to do 12 damage, 12 slashing, and, okay, and he has to make a strength saving throw. What does he have to beat? 15. Got a 13, but he's going to use a legendary resistance and not fail. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) That was about to be so awesome. Now let's hit conti- him again. Let's continue in the timeline where it's not. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this anger spruce. 
Give in to but your hate. Doesn't anger him enough. Only your hatred can destroy me. Uh, you miss? Yeah, I missed the second one, so I'm going to hit him with an unarmed. Mm. Oh. Ah, he misses. Yes, suck it, bitch. <laughs> and my unarmed attack hits him for nine damage. I'll just do another unarmed attack, too. Which does... Wait, have they, should these all have been with advantage? No. Well, like Not after the first one, right? Someone flanked. Or should they have been? I guess that, yeah, so that second one should have been at advantage, too. It's hard to be surrounded by enemies. Okay, so maybe I didn't well, miss him with my glaive. Um, that's on me, because Shigar is also immune to being flanked. Oh! After so. the first round of combat. Okay, mm -hmm. well, anyways, uh, so I missed him with my second unarmed strike. Cool. Gilly, your turn. Ooh! Alright, first thing first, Tiger's... I guess the tiger's still engaged with him. Gildob throws another fluffy ball. And this time, a motherfucking black bear comes out of the woods. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> Tigers and bears. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're just one short of the trinity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it charges out, and it's standing on its back legs, so it's kind of like a waddle charge. It's somewhat adorable, but still real scary. <laughs> Wool bear. Mm -hmm. And sure. he's going to make a multi-attack. What is going on in this forest? <laughs> All right. Time for some attacks. So the bear will have advantage this round. The 13 was the first to hit. 21. 21 just hits. So it's five damage. <laughs> Wait, what did the bear do? He bit and, and clawed at him. And that did five damage. Yeah, but when I missed. backhanded him, it did nine. <laughs> Powerful hand. I love it. And the tiger? The tiger's gonna bite at him. Rolled off a 17 onto a 3. Ooh, so close. Ooh. Yeah, that's not gonna do anything. That's it. Gilly just keeps moving and tries to make another hide, I guess. Okay. Make a hide, uh, stealth check. Uh, 27. Yeah, there's no way. No way. <laughs> okay. Now it's Vanna. Can we see this dragon bone on his person? He obviously doesn't have it on him. Might be on the dead horse. That makes more sense. Oh my god. How did it take us this long to even think about that? I thought about it. I was like, I've got to remember to loot the horse when we're done. <sighs> <clears throat> What's wrong? We just killing him. You wanted to run? I wanted the dragon bone back. I don't care about him. Oh. But he's one of the bad guys. He's working with the flares. He's not working with them. He is the flares. He's being controlled by them. He's like Billy in the recent season of Stranger Things, a semi-popular television show on Netflix, which is an internet streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> is Billy his name? Yep. Mustache mullet? Okay. Mustache mullet? He's got a mustache and a mullet, right? Or it's like the Borg. From Star Trek. Yeah. He has a mustache. To me, the Borg makes way Definitely more sense. Definitely has a mullet. Because they're all connected to, you said. Mm -hmm. I did say that. Sorry. Yeah, Katie, what uh, what do you feel like doing here? How... F Sorry, is he still very close to me? Yes. And I cannot move away without him attacking me? Kim, can I move away? Oh, what no, sorry. Sorry. Away? You could disengage. You can, you can use your action to disengage and then use your movement to get away from him. And he wouldn't 
have an attack against you then, but you would not be able to attack this round. And I think I'm going to do that. Okay. I still do not have many hit points left. So that leaves a bear, a tiger, and spruce in combat with Shigar, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So we're at the start of a new round for him. So his armor class is 21. Oh, my God. His first attack against Spruce is a 14. Nope. Second attack. Uh, it's a two. Also Wait. nope. 11. Okay, that'll do it. That's a 24. That's 11 points of slashing damage. Ugh. It hurts. It hurts, hurts me in my unarmored body. <laughs> um, using Mantle of Majesty, I'm going to use Command. And command him to halt. He's probably immune to it. Yeah, I don't got much going for me here. I'm trying my best. Join the club. He does not succeed, but he's going to use his final legendary resistance to succeed. <laughs> Do you hear me say final legendary resistance? Uh huh. Too bad I used all my shit. Uh. Okay, put your middle fingers away, Candace. <laughs> He tries to do some cool shit. It was. It was very blocked. cool. Rita will attack. She hits once and misses once. And Shigar uses repost to hit Rita for 12 points of damage. Goodness gracious. Every time you say it, it just sounds like you're saying repost, like, ridiculously. I don't like repost. Like yeah, like, I reposted that. <laughs> oh, I rep- reposted it on Reddit. <laughs> Downvoted for reposting. <laughs> Spruce. Can I gauge, like, what kind of shape he's looking like he's in right now? Like, he's taking some serious hits. He's not on death's door. But he's looking pretty worn down. Alright, I'm gonna attack him. 21. 21 just hits. Yeah! So it's going to do... 7 slashing. And... He needs to make a constitution saving throw. 17. Yes, it succeeds. Damn it. All right. I will make another attack, which definitely hits him. 27. And we'll do 11 slashing. And I will make an unarmed attack. 25. 4. 5. Three attacks and three hits. Mm-hmm. He's kind of reeling from that. Nice. He says, You've gotten better since the Academy, Spruce. Since the Alliance, rather. Giladab, and then Vena. I learned it from you! <laughs> <laughs> you were my brother, Radikin! <laughs> you were the chosen one! Alright, the bear is gonna make his attacks. 17. 17 misses. That one will also miss. So the bear's not too accurate. The all right, the tiger's gonna move away twenty feet, mm-hmm. which will probably allow him to take an attack of opportunity. Yep. Uh, it's a nineteen. I'm gonna guess that hits a yep. Big fuzzy tiger. Uh, fifteen points of damage on the tiger. Okay, that hurts. It's a big old cut. But he turns around and he pounces again. 
Can I use my inspiration on my tiger? <laughs> sure. Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> there you go. Tiger's so inspired. Yes. I rolled a 19, and it's plus 5. Okay, yeah. All right. So it's going to have to make its um, DC 13 strength saving throw. And I'm going to roll some damage at him. Uh, so I got a 24 total. Oh, gosh. <laughs> This guy's horrible. Because mm-hmm. yeah, he's awesome. No. <laughs> he's horrible because he's really great. <laughs> Told you, would have been an awesome ally to have. <laughs> well, it's seven damage. Still gets clawed. And then I am going to shoot an arrow at this fool. Yeah, that misses with 15. 15, yeah, that, that goes wide. You're trying hard not to hit the tiger or the bear. Yeah. <laughs> or spruce, I guess. Yeah, I keep running and hiding. Just, just do my thing. Vanna? Okay, so I'm assuming I've moved back enough that I could reasonably use my longbow. Again. Yes, you can. Okay. I am going to do that. Okay, that was a three, so I'm going to use my inspiration. Fuck. That was a one. Oh my god. So can I at- try attacking again? Yep. 19. Goes just wide. Yeah, I got two animals and my attack. I did a whole five damage. So. <laughs> We're doing well. Spruce. More attacks coming at you. Brita's there too, right? He can attack. He's hit Brita twice already. Fine. Um, first attack does not hit. That's a 15. 17. Nope. There we go. 25. Ah. This is it, guys. 14 points of slashing damage. Spruce is unconscious. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Faye? I'm going to cast command again. Okay. Because I still have that mantle majesty going, and I'm going to say Drop halt. it like it's hot. <laughs> yeah, jumping like it's hot. No, I'm gonna say halt. Stop in the name of love before you kill my friends. He looks like he's getting his great sword ready just to like put it through Spruce's unconscious body, and he stops. Okay, uh, bardic inspiration to. Ooh, you're you use your bonus action on command. Can't do bardic inspiration. <laughs> um, good luck, guys. Uh, um, I guess Brita will attack him. It's one hit and one miss. He's starting to look very much not good. Finally. Spruce. Do you want to use the big die for your death saving throw? I do. Matt's going to roll the Norris Foundry Boulder D20 for this death saving throw. Right now he's making a lot of noise on the table. It's probably going to be shit for recording right there. Okay, and now he's prepared. He's cleared off his. We good? We he's good. cleared off his. Oh, oh, he's oh. dropped the die. He can't handle the power. <laughs> I like this golf commentary you've got yeah. going on. Matt's wearing a pizza slice shirt today. Sounds like you're bored. One of his favorite ASMR. numbers. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. That's what golf announcing is. <laughs> is Ten or higher, right? Yeah. Nineteen. Ooh. Woo. That's Yay. one 
successful death saving throw. Matt Keep celebrates a temporary victory. It's better than none. Giladab. This black bear is trying hard to land some hits. 20? 20 misses. He's 21 now. Get the frick out. Well, that one's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the tiger's going to allow you to take another attack of opportunity against him and do his little maneuver. Uh, 25 to hit. Yep. 12. Okay, he's still alive. Whoa, that's a tough tiger. 37 hit points. Damn. Can he still take an attack of opportunity with that command of halt? It's on his it's turn, not yeah. His turn, yeah. Okay. Loophole. Gifts in the middle of this. <laughs> Are you sending him gifts? I'm sending the whole group gifts right now. Why? I'm not getting anything. Oh, wait, no, I am. Never mind. <laughs> He's looking at his phone, though. Oh, I see. <laughs> For my animal stats, <laughs> gifts are in the way. <laughs> 21 to hit? 21 does hit. That okay. is his armor class. You gotta make the 13 check again. 19. Uh, so a 7 to hit. 7 damage. Alright, I'm gonna try to cast sleep on him. Okay. In his injured state. And I'm gonna be rolling 5d8 here. 19. Is his health at 19 or lower? His health is at 16. Oh, oh my god! He falls asleep! Fuck yes. He falls over. Asleep. You have one minute before he wakes up. That's multiple turns. Everyone ready in attack action. <laughs> Just standing over him with knives and swords, bows drawn at but him. No, wait. Does he only he has 16 up? hit points. Does he wake up if you hurt him? Yes. You, yeah. I, I was, that was a, more of an exaggeration than whatever, but Giladab would like cheer out, I got him! <laughs> <laughs> and he, he comes sauntering out of the darkness all happy with himself. Oh god, are you guys okay? And Giladov is finally getting a better look at some of his bloodied up companions. Not really. <laughs> Spruce does not answer. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are we out of initiative right now? Is that what's happening? Uh, well, you can talk out of sure, initiative. Sure, yeah. You can talk, know. yeah. Spruce is unconscious. What's people going to do? I mean, I could use my <laughs> cure wounds. This is becoming a habit. Not a bad one <laughs> that yeah, you Spruce can, has. <laughs> you can use cure wounds on, on him. If you yeah, if you want to use that. Yeah. He's gonna wake up, guys. Yeah, be more concerned about Shigar. Do Am you I wanna keep making death saving throws? Cause I would love to see how that plays out. If if you guys can at least get him like secured, I've got healing potions on me that you can shove down my gullet. Or up your anus. Whatever. Whatever gets yeah, but the job done. Be recharged. If you've got a spell like that'd be a great one, I think. Yeah. Sure. Maybe just tie buddy up first or something. Well, we have time, right? All right, you guys do you. a little bit. If if Van is like, if you're getting ready to help, it's like help Spruce back up. Yeah. And then I'll ask the rest of the group like, we could tie him up, but I don't know if that'll hold him. He's pretty tough to take down. Yeah. I'm gonna use cure wounds. Okay, so what's your spell casting ability modifier? What's your wisdom modifier? Plus three. Okay, so Matt, D eight plus three is what you're getting back. 
Can I just stab him in the brain? Eight. Nice. You can. Eleven. Totally can. Eleven. Woohoo. Does it do more damage because it's his brain? It should. <laughs> Is Faye wondering this too. out loud? Yes. <laughs> the Gith Yankee have come to the come to the scene of the fight and they and the knight says, Yes, yeah, stab him in the brain. Yeah, I want to stab him in the brain. Kill him. Do you say this before Spruce wakes up or after? <laughs> You're waking no, up. No, you were doing that first. Yeah. I like think you'd be my tiger in my bear is over him. It's my turn ne- next, right? Because he can't go after she goes. She helped him. Well, I don't know for an initiative, but if yeah, okay. you can do what you want, unless someone's going to try to stop I'd, you. I'd like to pull out singing. I'd like to pull out Max and stab him in the temple. So you don't what? fight the entire time, but now that he's can't prone touch me, yeah, <laughs> that's my thing. Someone's slipping out of their alignment. No, it's not. Gilly I don't Dom understand. tries to say something. To okay, you then. say if you want, but I'm gonna be a hundred percent. He's the bad guy. I didn't want to get killed. I was fighting. I commanded him to halt. I haven't not fought. I just didn't go in because every time everyone got close, they got pummeled. I don't have hand to hand combat. You're a better fighter than you give yourself credit for. Okay. <laughs> you have high dexterity and a very good weapon. But, um... Not that that determines what you're doing as your action, but... No, and then I use my two actions to save them for my healing work. Anyways, I think that because he was already out of it and everyone else is trying to do things, we don't want him alive. He's killing us. He has zero ability to help us. Isn't that what you guys said? And then the Gothraki guys came down and said, yeah, kill him. <laughs> yeah, but they have no. <laughs> this is... Yeah. I'm just saying the <clears throat> string of events that seem to be happening. I don't understand. I'll say that they're called Githyanki and not Dothraki. But... <laughs> <laughs> it said Dothraki with a G. Gothraki. So, <laughs> we were okay. Gothraki. <laughs> you can call them Dothraki if you want. <laughs> no, no, I said J. I said Gothraki. <laughs> Because I knew it's something like that. It's like the Dothraki, but with emo haircuts. <laughs> Do you want me to They're stop and Gilly going to try and make me stop? <laughs> Did you say Gilly was going to try and make me stop, though? I would say something to you if I saw you pull out your sword and walk up. Because okay. I've seen you do this before with some dragon people who were tied up and of no harm. Totally in character. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I've seen this and be like, hold on, you crazy woman. <laughs> you guys are supposed to, you, want, you don't want him dead? Well, if I wanted him dead, I would have shot an arrow through his head instead of putting him to sleep. Uh, at least, give, a, at least to... give a moment before your bloodlust comes in. But one minute and he wakes up and starts killing you again. Well, let me quickly at least tie him up for now. He attempts to pull. If you want to, the guy who just said, (laughs) "Sorry, set a timer for one minute." Okay, one minute starting now. Yeah, I get to tying his limbs. Literally, just you just said to us too that he wouldn't. He'd be able to break out of that. Hey guys, I don't know if it'll hold him. I don't know if it'll hold him, but I'm at least attempting to talk to the group. Did you say you got your bear to like? Just sit on him or something. <laughs> you know, the bear's there and the tiger's there, still beside him. Gilly is like the uh, Ace Ventura of nightmares. <laughs> okay, so Spruce comes to. Um, he sees the the Gith Yankee there. He's going to ask, "Do you th- do you think there's a way that we can that we can uh, save him?" Oh, 
Yes, absolutely. Put him out of his misery. Unless anyone has some legitimately like magic means of of uh, tying him up, that's not just a rope. Our minute's about to end, so what? Uh, it's over. Oh. What value does he have? Uh, is that you asking me, or is that them asking? That's me? them asking you. What they want to know, like why? Why do you? What do you hope to get out of keeping him alive? Spruce will just say, he's my friend. He's not making this choice for himself. I just saw the dancing bear gif. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gilead would just I say, like, they. Spruce, it's it's your choice. This isn't him. This is this is them. But I said from the beginning, if what I would rather not kill him, but if that's what needs to be done, then that's what needs to be done. If we have some other way of debilitating him in some way, not like misery style, but <laughs> just cut off his arms and legs. Yeah, like Tom, what did what did uh, what did you want to potentially do with this with this guy as a captive? Like it's yeah, Giladob would just said you know he asked Faye to to hold a moment, and as Spruce gained consciousness. Like all I would I would say is like this is your call. I didn't want to make the decision. He's your friend. It's gonna have to be your choice. <sighs> Brutal, mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, you can't just non-violence your way out of this one. You gotta choose. <laughs> you gotta live with your spot. choice. Yeah. So the gith the uh, gith the Yankee, <laughs> the gith Yankee said, "Put him out of his misery." Mm-hmm. So he's implying that he's in misery. Sure. <laughs> Being in servitude to the scum of existence. That's definitely not something that Shigar would have wanted. All right, so... He's conscious now. And he's tied up. I was going to say, this whole conversation took way yeah. more than a minute. He's, yeah, he's tied up. He's not in a fighting condition. I'm assuming that you took his sword away and all that stuff. You're giving the most indecisive person... The hardest decision to make. I didn't give anyone. This is a moment for character growth. He's got to learn. If you're going to have pets, you got to take responsibility. Oh, my God. Pets, friends, same thing. (laughs) If he's going to have friends, he has to take responsibility. Yeah, when they turn to the dark side. He didn't turn. Turn to the dark side. I remember my parents teaching me that when I was a kid. Tim? You can make some friends in kindergarten today, but if they turn out to be evil, don't hesitate to drown them in the toilet. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Spruce is not Spruce is not going to be able to do it. When you start weeping, he's not going to be able to kill him. Like he's he's not going to. I guess okay. Spruce will look at Shigar, and he'll say, "I'm going to ask you one more time. What is coming?" Why did you ask us just to hide? Could I use zone of truth? Uh, yeah, you could. I will do that. With zone of truth on, what does he say? It's a radius thing, so it's going to be affecting a few of us here. <laughs> it also affects the bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He says that he wishes he could tell you he knows it's called the grand design. He knows that he was made to get the dragon bone to bring it back to Elwyn. But he doesn't know what they don't want him to know. And this is all truth. And he he says, if you let me live, we will be here again. Just while we're at it, can I just be real clear where the dragon bone is? I'd like to know that for sure. 
It's on the horse. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. So after he says that, then Spruce is just going to nod and he'll say, I'm sorry it had to go this way. You deserve better. And Spruce is going to, yeah, going to hit him with the glaive. Didn't see that coming. Way to step up. Yeah. And then he's going to cry like a little baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to like fall to his knees. Which is totally acceptable for men to do. Let those big feelings out. I actually feel sad right now. (laughs) I I feel sad. Dildon feels a little awkward in the moment. He has Vanna for help and and tracks off to the horse that I shot down. Let's get that dragon bone. Pull all the saddles off of it and try and just like bring the whole thing back. Mm -hmm. The Githyanki go up to Spruce and they like pull you, the knight, the Githyanki knight pulls you to your feet and he says, you'll need to get used to that. Hi, I'm D&D enthusiast and dungeon master Ryan Howard. Do you love D&D and other tabletop RPGs? Do you want to hear stories from people who not only also love RPGs, but have created and impacted them throughout their storied careers? Do you like stories of triumph and tragedy from other players and dungeon masters? Do you like passable impressions of celebrities? If so, check out my weekly interview podcast, Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard, where I interview dungeon masters, players, content creators, and visionaries who love the game and all it stands for. Hear interviews with people like Larry Elmore, Shane Hensley, David Iwalt, Steve Kenson, and many more on Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard. Listen on Anchor or wherever fine podcasts are heard.